in a world few have dared to explore. Two men set out on an epic journey to answer life's manliest questions. From the Fortress of Smoothitude in Lawrence, Kansas, it's The Gentleman Podcast with Glenn Stansberry and Brian McKinney. Welcome to the Gentleman Podcast. I'm Brian McKinney. I'm sitting to the left with the belated Glenn Stansberry. Mm. Belated? Mm-hmm. Haven't you used that one before? I don't believe so. Mm. And if so, it must mean it's a especially <laughs> apt phrase to describe it. Why, why am I belated? Uh, belated slightly behind time on arriving to my house. Don't think I didn't notice. <clears throat> uh, you got a Valentine's Day gift that's belated. Yes, yes, um, yes. I don't know. I I feel like there's I think there's probably other circumstances. I could call Lynn and ask her what other circumstances to, this Okay, that's not necessary. <laughs> what to clear here. to clear my good name, I ordered that Valentine's gift on February third. Mm. I've got the receipt to prove it. I was so, already I was already making dinner reservations by uh pre February, uh-huh. by the end of January. We had dinner so. at a little place called Chateau Stansbury. <laughs> Very good, sir. <laughs> I'll, I'll go check on the duck. Uh, well, that's... Yeah, so you had a good Valentine's Day then. It was good. Mm-hmm. It was good. It was also coupled with my daughter's birthday right. party. It was right around with family. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, the same day. So wow. It was uh, kind mm-hmm. of a jam-packed day. Mm-hmm. But I uh, still pulled it off. Cooked some steaks. Nothing says loving like something from the oven or grill. Right. Or iron skillet. Or iron skillet. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, anyway. Right. What's okay. You? I had a fancy schmancy dinner the night before. Nice. Uh, private chef. Mm. Basically. I'm hurt you didn't ask me. <laughs> private chef for two. I'm saying um, I'm, I'm hurt that I wasn't your private chef. Could have gotten... I could, well, that could have been good. Could have been, uh, you know, could have set some lights up outside. <laughs> and how do you like your wings, madam? Right. <laughs> Crispy or extra crispy? <laughs> um, that would yeah, that would have been probably just as good and way less expensive. Oh well, I don't know. But, I well, I, I guess I'm being presumptuous. <clears throat> yeah, let's let's just not. Put I don't know what your hourly hourly rate is. But, well, um, you only anyway. pay me if you're satisfied. Yeah, that's okay. my that's my motto. Well, so speaking probably of nothing. Speaking of uh, hourly rates, <laughs> um, gentleman.com is free. Okay? If you go to gentleman.com, it's free. I feel like, you know, we it, it, the content's so good on gentleman.com that you should probably be paying an hourly rate for it. We've thought about a paywall. We, we have. Yeah, we have. I mean, some people just go to the monthly fee, like mm-hmm. $10 a month. Mm-hmm. This stuff is so good, we should probably be charging $10 an hour for it. Oh, yeah. But you get it for free. It's like a parking meter. Exactly. A gentleman parking meter. Yeah, and you get a fine if you are there too long. We're going to tell your browser. happens all the time. Mm-hmm. We put the uh, wheel lock on your browser, <laughs> and then you're stuck there until you pay us an exorbitant fee. I, these are all good ideas. We've kicked them all around. Yeah, we have. But uh, <laughs> but instead, we're just going to give it away for free, mm-hmm. because we're a couple of schmucks sitting on a couch mm-hmm. in the middle of Kansas. That's right. And quite frankly, we, we don't really post most of the content. That's right. That's so true. that'd be kind of... Yeah, that'd be a little bit weird. It'd be a little mm-hmm. awkward. Um, but where we do post most of the content mm. is a little site called podcast.gentleman.com. That's right. Where that's probably where we would send you mm-hmm. if if we did put a wheel lock on your browser, mm-hmm. we would force you to go listen to the Gentleman podcast over and over and over and again over. until you were yakking. Yes. <laughs> um, but anyway, normally it doesn't it doesn't induce yakking, but. You know, if you that'd if be you, impressive. Actually. If you OD on it, it may do that. Yeah, it c- it can cause vertigo. We've heard vertigo. Um, so anyway, uh, if you're interested in vertigo, mm. go over to podcast.gentleman.com and listen to 100 episodes in a row. We're almost there. Yeah, we're almost there. Uh, once you start listening to, if you go for 82, which is the episode we're doing right now, by the time you get finished with all 82 episodes, we will have 100 done. And during so, that time, you will see just how much Brian and I can embarrass ourselves. Yes. And humiliate, and um, I yeah. feel like the scale is tipped a little bit more in my favor of being more humiliated and embarrassed. It's really just the editing 
you know, the that's the, true. The world class editing that goes on that's behind the scenes. True. Um, really what gets in, what gets does out, does have a lot to do. with What that. makes Glenn look, look worse? What doesn't? Uh-huh. Then that gets in there. Uh-huh. You know, I, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, podcast.gentleman.com. You can follow along with this episode. You can check out the links that we're going to talk about in this episode. Mm-hmm. You can look at some beers that we've rated. You can look at past episodes. There's all kinds of stuff you can do at podcast.gentleman.com. Please check that out if you're interested in any of that stuff. And if you want to get a hold of us, you want to get in touch with us, you want to reach out and touch someone, mm. and that is me and Glenn, mm. you can do so mm. by sending a letter to the Gentleman Mailbag at P.O. Box 442-305, Lawrence, Kansas, 66044. We will get your letter. We will take your letter. We will take your touch. Mm. And we will put it up on the Hall slash Wall of Fame, which we know as the Hall of Fame. We will take your question, your comment, your concern. Your- of outrage. Ups, your your level of upsetness, all caps, and we will we will talk about it on whatever it is. We'll talk about it on gentleman podcast. We will air all your grievances, get it out in the open, and uh, we'll talk about it. We'll discuss it. We'll put it all out there, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll send you a little bit of something in return. That's right. Um, limited edition. It's not much. It's I don't want to talk it up. <laughs> Just a little little limited edition, limited run thing that we can send back to you. So get in touch with the gentleman podcast. Send us uh, send us a letter of a PO box four four two three zero five Lawrence Kansas six six zero four four. You can send us an email howdy at gentleman dot com. You can send us a Snapchat. You can send us a Instagram photo. You can make a YouTube video and then send, and then email that uh, to us. That would be awesome. Uh, so send us your YouTube videos. Um, whatever you got, we'll take any kind of media. That exists. Today. We'll try anything once. We'll take future media. Future. Virtual reality VR. messages. VR. Yes. Yeah, we'll take them. We'll put our Oculus Rifts on and mm-hmm. read your messages. No mm-hmm. problem. No problem. Like, we got it. Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Just, by, I mean, you know, the, send us the virtual world. We'll, we'll <laughs> jump in there. That's right. We'll dip our toes in. We that's, have no problem with that. That's right. Uh, anyway, Glenn. Okay, that's all the business that we need to talk about. Now let's get into the episode, the meat of the episode, the drink of the week. And this week, Glenn, I know that you're on a mission to find a amazing stout. A quest. A quest. It's a vision quest mm-hmm. to find a stout. So I went to the store, and I was kind of teetering between two different ones. Okay. And I know that we might have talked about this one in an early episode of the Gentleman Podcast, but we probably had it cobbled together, and we didn't have the MTS computer available yet. Yeah, it wasn't quite running yet. Um, it wasn't up and... So it what was just a gleam in our eyes, the yes. MTS computer at that point. So before it was birthed, right? Uh, um, but but anyway, the point is, we might have talked about this beer before, but we didn't have a chance to assign an official empirical MTS score to it. So I thought, let's go back to the well one more time, see if we come up dry, or we come up with our thirst quenched. Mm. And I went out and got some Buffalo Sweat Oatmeal Stout mm-hmm. from the Tallgrass Brewing Company, the legendary Tallgrass Brewing Company in Manhattan, Kansas. This is from my hometown. This is world famous. It's known the world over. This is a legendary Manhattan brewery. It's been around for uh, 10 years or something like that. Mm. Uh, groundbreaking. Uh, just an amazing little little place over Manhattan, Kansas. Uh, this is one of this is their first and only uh, major stout that they do. They have variations on it. They have a bourbon. Uh, Barrel stout, of course. you know, which we ran into before, which was not a good, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, some, it was a little yeah. bit, yeah. They have a vanilla bean stout, and I was like, uh, yeah. I don't, you know, I, well, I don't know. Anyway, point is, this is the original. It's buffalo sweat. It's actually got sweat from the buffalo in it, mm-hmm. um, which, yeah, hopefully is delicious. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'd rather have the sweat than some other, you know, some other part, fluid <clears throat> or right, solid. Um, and they say on their website, if you only try one dark beer in your life, try a Buffalo Sweat, it will Ooh. change your entire perception of how a stout should taste. Our secret <laughs> is milk sugar. Wait, hang on. I don't know what milk sugar really is. That sounds like a marketing gimmick. You know what? I'm going to Google um, that right now. Milk sugar. I'm guessing it's the distillation of milk down to its sugared... But I mean, wouldn't a... I don't know. Milk stout? I'm confused. I don't know what milk sugar is. Um, powdered milk? I'm not seeing anything in Google right away. Mm, so maybe they're making this up. They could be. Um, they suggest for food pairings that you try cooking with a beer. That's it. You know, you know. maybe we've talked about this before. I think a long, long time ago, and we did the episode where we drank the, the Buffalo Sweat pre-MTS. Mm. Um, 
I had overheard somebody at the liquor store talking about making a um, a beer float with it, like a like a root beer float, but right. instead of using root beer, you use buffalo sweat. That's a good idea. I can see that being good. Yeah, I can too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I I don't know. It's been a while since I've had the old buffalo sweat, and we still got to put it through the paces. Right. Okay. So let's uh, <coughs> pop these open and see what happens. Now this is in a an environmentally friendly can. Yes. Uh. uh the all of Tallgrass beers all come in cans, and they say, according to their marketing materials, that this is much better for the environment. It's better for the environment, and it's better for the environment. <laughs> it's also cheaper for them. It's it's very small print. Yeah, and um, you know, there's a lot of reasons why they'd want to do go to the cans. They can keep it longer. Right. Can... Yeah. Exactly. It, yeah. Uh, there's all kinds of reasons they oh got for. Oh my gosh! Well, that's the worst a, pour ever. Unfortunate pour that you. How did I do that? I don't know. I'm confused by that. Well, uh, tell you what. At some point, at some point, I'll to, take a taste um, here. Let's just take this uh, opportunity to. Uh, well, let me. I can run down some stats. Yeah. Of the uh, well, the hit my. <laughs> the tall grass. Yeah. Uh, this tall grass. That. Buffalo sweat oatmeal cream stout. That's the official full title of the beer. Uh, it's a 5.0% alcohol by volume. It's a 20 IBUs. Um, it is a adjunct flaked oats lactose sugar. Um, and we all know what ag- adjuncts are, so yep. we're just going to skip the definition of that. Uh, glacier hops. Mm. Um, and it was 8.49. For six? For four tall boys. 16 ounce cans. Okay, so just about. Close to a six pack, yeah, is eight fifty. You know, so perfect, yeah, perfect in price. So it's it's right right in there, right in the sweet spot. As far like as our scales concerned, yeah, yeah. Um, we, we like the the medium price is around eight fifty. That's what you pay here in Kansas for a good six pack of beer. So you know, we're we're as far as our quest for getting the stout. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's my quest. I don't know, but the quest for getting the stout. Mm-hmm. We've only got this time, this this time, and then maybe one more time. I know, we're running and out of time. I mean, this week is. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we record this, the, the forecast is like 60s and 70s. It's like going to start full yeah. on spring. Yes, and we can't be drinking stouts in no, spring. That's just that's just not how things uh, are done. But yeah, we have a small window here, yep. so let's hope that in the next two weeks we can get something figured out. I don't know, Glenn. I don't know. We might have to table it to next year, till next next uh, next winter. Or we might find one in the Buffalo Sweat. It's true. It's true. All right, Brian. All right. Cheers. The head has gone down. Hmm. This is pretty good. This is pretty good first out. It does kind of taste like a milk stout a little bit. It's just a little bit too. Um, you know, when I think of a stout, I think of like an oatmeal stout from Free State. Yeah. This is just a little bit tart or something. Like thin. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tart. Hmm. Yeah, it doesn't quite have the... I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that stout... Uh, that stout is. There's it's, nothing like a oatmeal stout from at the brewery at Freestyle. That's right. It doesn't taste as good in the bottle. It's my but, gold standard. But that the oatmeal stout from Freestyle is really pretty pretty solid. You know, what the, you know what I think it is, Brian? I think this tastes more like a... Like a like a soda, you know what I mean? Or like, yeah, kind of feels like a soda more than maybe mm-hmm. it's like I don't, it's kind of throwing me off. Yeah, um, I think it's good. It's good. It's good. It's just not my. Mm. I don't know if it's quite changing my perception of and what a stout should be. If it is, it's not for the better. Yeah, agreed. I mean, it's not bad. It's don't not bad. Me. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, whatever. Okay, so Glenn, having tasted the mm. uh, Buffalo Sweat now, mm-hmm. um, and it's a little bit bitey. It's a little bit Might salty. Had, the sweat. I was gonna say a little too much. Uh, mm-hmm. A little too much. The buffalo. perspiration really. Maybe a little buffalo tail. Yeah, you know what I mean, exactly. I don't know what part of the buffalo they're getting the sweat from, but well, um, you know, maybe they're utilizing every single part. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, what would your so What would your uh, rating be on this? Um, I'm kind of meh on the I'm on this meh. one. This it's mm-hmm. not really. Yeah, like it's not it's not, re- it's not bad. It's not changing my world. It's not really yeah. great. Mm-hmm. I mean, it tastes good. It's very it's very it just it's not a script. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's good though. Yeah. Um, I would I think this is in the seventies for me. Mm-hmm. I think this is probably like a seventy six. Seventy six. Seventy six. Okay, I was gonna go seven eight. Really? Okay. Yeah, I'd say you know it's 
It's not great, but it's I, it's doable. Hey, it's if a somebody stout. Had, like if I was at a party and I was like, I want a stout, and these were available, mm-hmm. I'd be like, all right, let's get one. Yeah. It's just too thin for me, I think. Yeah, it's kind of weird. When I want a stout, I want to like almost chew the thing. You know? Right. I mean, I can drink this in the sprint. I want to get kicked in the nuts with <laughs> the stoutness of it. You know what I mean? It's right. Like, it's, I want it to hit me. I don't want it to be like, a, you know. We, we, yeah, when you order a stout, it's commitment, right? A, when you uh, get a stout. Yeah. Fart in the breeze or something. That's right. Which you is kind of, I mean, it's a little bit harsh <sighs> for this one. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I said seven eight. Mm-hmm. You said seven six. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't matter what we think. Nope. Because we're gonna type this into the MTS computer, the mustache twist scale computer, and that will give us the official empirical rating for this Buffalo Sweat Oatmeal Stout, Oatmeal Cream Stout beer. Uh, so let me run through these notes one more time. Okay, so let me type this in. It was a five point zero percent alcohol by volume. Mm-hmm. The IBUs were twenty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hops, glacier, adjuncts, mm. flaked oats, and lactose sugar. Lactose sugar. Uh, we said the price was eight point four nine, and Glenn said his rating was seven point six, and I said mine was seven point eight. Yeah. Um, okay. Now we just have to wait a second, and it'll come off the press, and we'll know exactly what the empirical rating for this beer is. Okay, I got the uh, I got the printout here. Just printed off, hot off the presses. Okay. Um, let me okay. let's see here. I think it's on page seventeen. Let me get through the get through the. Let's know. see that. Yeah. Uh huh. Six, seven, eight, so, nine, seventeen. 10. Oh god, page seventeen. Okay. Uh, let me get this. Okay. <laughs> okay. There we go. Okay, final page of the okay the report. We'll, we'll get through the details of this later. Uh, but according to the MTS computer, it has told us that the empirical rating for this beer is a 7.7 on the MTS scale. Ooh. So there you go. Uh, we'll get into the nitty-gritty of this report, the full report later. But um, <laughs> Yeah, I didn't bring my reading glasses. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, but real quick, let's take a stroll over to our friends over at beersnob.com mm. and uh, see what they had to say. I had a question, that. Brian. While, mm-hmm. you're, while you're traveling over there, has it always been an oatmeal cream stout? Has it always been has it always been a cream stout? I don't know. It doesn't seem like it. It seems uh-uh. like it, uh, but I, that's I don't know. I remember it being a little, you know, bolder. I would think so. Told it. Uh, this what is it? does it say cream stout on there? Yeah, it does. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh. This uh, according to the snobs, <laughs> uh, the, the beer snobs of the world, that this mm. beer is actually an '86, and the oh. bros. The beer snob bros have it at a 91. 91. Uh, not surprising. We've been down this road before. We yes. know what to expect. Uh, snobs like stuff like this. Right. You know? The cutesy name. Yep. The uh, proclamation that it's the best dark beer in the world. Lactose sugars. Come uh, on. Lactose sugars. They like the glacier hops. You glacier, know what I mean? Yeah. They see that and they're like, oh, yeah, glacier hops. That's what I like about it, yeah. Um, okay, well, uh, they're full of, they're full of buffalo sweat. Um, yeah. <laughs> buffalo tail. Uh, but you can trust us. That's Straight right. from the source, two regular guys. Um, we'll tell you how it is. That's right. 7.7. 7. That's And you like this, and this is like a, this, this is, is hard for you to beer. say. This is Manhattan beer, this you know? Is, it's not like Brian's, you know, got I, something against. I, I think Tallgrass, their, their main strengths are their ale and mm-hmm. their wheat beer. Yeah. I'm not an IPA guy, so I can't speak for the... They have a lot of IPAs. Who I, doesn't? That's not my thing. Who doesn't? Uh, but I can speak straight from the heart about their ale and their wheat. And the, both of those are absolutely very good. So Yes. That's my piece on Tallgrass Ale. Um, they are a really good brewery. But this one is not one of their... their the best brews they have out there. Nope. They've, they've had... It's like, it's like uh, what David Bowie said to, the, said to Coldplay. It's not your best song, is it, Chris? Yeah, it's not a great song, is it? Not a great. Song. I'm not going to sing on it. Sometimes we're not going to sing on this beer. That's right. Okay, Glenn, let's get some interesting posts from Gentleman.com in the last two weeks or so. We we had a hard time wheeling down this week. We, we there's did. a lot of great content. Mm-hmm. Um, but so we we landed on these because we thought we could talk about them best over the air. But mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that these are the best. 
Yeah. They're great. They're but you great. should go to gentleman.com, look at the popular pages. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have set up. So you look can at all the pages. Go every through every single every one. page on gentleman.com and click things. <laughs> and click things. Um, all right. You don't have to do that. We've, we've, we've done the hard work for you. First up, um, our good friend Zombie Cat Bacon mm-hmm. posted uh, an article that got me thinking. Got, got me nostalgic, Brian. It's whatever happened to waterbeds. All right. I was a kid. I remember my my parents had a waterbed, and it was like the coolest thing ever. You go, you run and jump on it, you know, flip your brother <laughs> off the bed because you land next to him. Yeah. And I hadn't really thought about this much. Mm-hmm. I just kind of taken it. I hadn't really th- something about like you don't you don't go to a furniture store and they don't have water beds for sale anymore. Right. I've never thought about it. I you know I saw this tack on gentleman dot com and the the tack the image is actually a picture of an ad from yeah. the eighties for a water bed and yeah. I thought immediately I thought who's posting water bed sales on our website I was like <laughs> I thought somebody was actually like trying to sell water beds on gentlemen and then you're like one sixty nine ninety nine that's like, a great that's deal. a good deal I was like oh yeah maybe Is I should get one of um yeah the I it just brought me back it's like one of those things that you just forget about mm-hmm. but I knew somebody in college that had one of these things oh yeah like the, the water bed yeah uh, and I thought it was the coolest thing. I was like, man, this is awesome. You know, like, I know somebody that has a waterbed. Like, this is sweet, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I never, it never occurred to me back in the early 90s or whatever that uh, the waterbed is actually a terrible idea. Really bad idea. Uh, they talk about how you have to run a water hose mm-hmm. up to your room mm-hmm. to d- to fill the waterbed up. I have very vivid memories of my dad doing this. Like, the sink in his bath in the my parents' bathroom somehow connected right. it to the hose. Yeah, went in. Yeah, so you you got to run a water hose into yep. your bedroom yep. to fill it up, yep. and then there's no guarantee that it's actually going to like be watertight because no. sometimes they have holes in them, Springs manufacturing yep. defects, problems with them. Yep. Then the thing is so heavy that you got to have this industrial strength frame to hold the water bed because it's like hundreds of gallons of water. Uh, so anyway. I do say I will say that I think that the whole thing that I thought was cool about it was the fact that as far as I remember, there's like a heater on the water thing. Yeah, you could have so a like heated you could one. heat the water up, right, and then be on the water. I remember some stories though that actually they weren't very the heated ones weren't very safe. Really, maybe they, maybe I'm just making this up, but I thought melt the plastic. I mean, or seriously, something. there's a lot of things that can go wrong when you're yeah. heating plastic this that seems, you're sleeping on. So this article talks about how. Um, the, they they talk about the guy that basically invented the waterbed. Mm-hmm. It was like some student at a design like furniture design program somewhere like had this dream of making uh, cushions filled with water. Right. Basically, he tried Jello. Um, <laughs> now that is something I would. Sleep he tried on. Jello and cornstarch, <laughs> and uh, they it t- it turned out that they actually rotted really quick. So there was a. <laughs> Horrible smell that went with that, so he went to water instead. <laughs> Cornstarch would be awful. Um, it's like really hard, yeah. Mattress. Anyway, so um, that didn't work Ooh. out. But you know, like all things, you gotta swing for the fences, and then like That's you right. find the the real thing. That's right. That's right. The real thing was water. <laughs> yeah. And he actually created this thing, and it started to catch on a little mm-hmm. bit. And then it turned out that like all these other companies started knocking off his his waterbed idea, and then they just. Went into pop culture, you know, yeah, it's, and it started to become associated with uh, 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 youth. Well, youth and uh, alternative lifestyle, let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. And then later in the eighties, um, just well, here here's an ad. Here's here's a, an ad um, for an Aquarius waterbed. Two things are better on a waterbed, and one of them is sleep. Right. Um, so you know, it kind of had the stigma. Right. Um, and reading, then, and reading then, on a waterbed. That's right. And anyway, so when you're not sleeping or reading, um, anyway, so th- that and the uh, the the maintenance needed to keep them up. Right. I'm a, yeah, it's really weird thinking about now because I've forgotten about waterbeds, but they don't make any sense. No, they don't make any sense. Like, you know. You need a soft mattress, but you don't really need water underneath you. Really, well, I don't know. It's like it's like halfway between a hammock and like mm. I mean, it's just there's just no support, right? And the posture is really t- 
terrible. You know what I'm wondering, though, is that with all the hipsters out there yes. in the world, Ooh, yeah. there's got to be like a huge untapped market for waterbeds. Water. Mm-hmm. So like, maybe we should go into gentleman waterbeds. Coming back. Let's um, bring it back, Brian. You know, we could have our own infomercial. <laughs> we could talk about, we could both be laying in the bed. Like, hey, while we're at it, while we're at it, let's not stop at water beds. Let's do like the round beds, you yeah. know, like that don't have a, mm-hmm. you know, from the 70s. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Rotate? Oh, I know. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, I have a friend who, who's, how did this work? He, he His friend through an estate, somebody passing in their family, he got grandfathered down this this circle bed. <laughs> oh, man. And so he was like, this is awesome. That would be amazing. It was. Yeah. But then he tried to find, like, actual sheets for it, and they were insanely expensive because there's oh, only, like, yeah. one company that, in, does, like, that actually circle does sheets. circle <laughs> Damn. Circle sheets. That would be awesome. <laughs> Can you imagine, like... And Brian gets the circle bed. <laughs> yes! Oh, that's what I'm talking about. I don't care about the Lamborghini. The million dollars goes to Cousin Judy. Who cares? Wow, man. That would mm-hmm. be awesome to get a circular bed. So anyway. Okay. But yeah. Well, we could. We have options here. We can bring this back. We can bring circular beds back. I think that we need to get into the gentleman bed making company. <laughs> circular beds, circular sheets. We've made our bed. Yeah. Now, now you lie. <laughs> now you lie. <laughs> circular sheets, circular beds, and the circular sheets are really freaking expensive. Yeah. So we sell you the bed, oh, yeah. but you're going to have to come back to us for the sheets. And that's when we really... We'll sell you the bed for 10 bucks. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. But sheets are like $300. Like yeah, it's like the printers. Yeah, exactly. Like eight for printers. Perfect. Because once you buy the bed, you're locked in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Oh. Ideas and ideas. Woo. Ideas, ideas. Anyway, so the Middle Floss article is, is great. Mm-hmm. It goes into detail that we won't and don't have time for. No, but stop over to podcast.gentleman.com. We'll talk about it over there. Uh, and we will also oh. talk about a little bit from this next one. And this is from our good buddy, our legendary friend, mm. Razorback. Um, and he posted a little, art, I, a little article that is from the website... The Guardian, a UK publication, mm-hmm. uh, UK fish wrap, and uh, this is called "Man Skips Work for Six Years Without any, Without Anyone Noticing." Um, and this is a great story, and I've always wondered about this ever since I've seen Office Space. Office Space. You think about the guy that's like, you know, just kind of doesn't care anymore, mm-hmm. you know. And this guy, Joaquin Garcia, a Spanish civil servant, was. He was he was due to collect an award for two decades of loyal and dedicated service. <laughs> but then someone realized he had not, in fact, shown up to work for at least six years and maybe as many as 14 years. <laughs> so apparently Mr. Garcia, who was a 69-year-old engineer, uh, he was working for the local... Uh, water, water. So yeah, it's a water treatment or something like that. He was supposed to supervise a wastewater treatment plant. <laughs> Sounds kind of vital to the local town. Um, but the, he 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 looked at the situation and he said, you know what, I I I'm, I'm I'm done with this. I'm tired. I'm you know I'm I'm only a decade from retirement. I think it's time I just walked away. So he just stopped going to work. Mm-hmm. But the problem was, I think it was like the local town council and the wastewater facility. Yes, yeah. They each thought that he was working for them. Yep. But they he he was only working for one party, mm-hmm. and he just stopped showing up to his office, mm-hmm. and he like literally never went there really. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it wasn't until he was supposed to receive an award that they actually found out that he hadn't been at work. <laughs> For 10 years. He would have gotten away with it. He would have gotten away with it. Had it not been for those meddling awards. Exactly. Um, so anyway, this guy, I, I have to say, and, and when he was questioned about this, <laughs> of course, when they found out about this, what what they did was they asked, the, they tried to find him to, to give him this award. In his office. In his office. <laughs> and he wasn't there. And they couldn't track him down. And so they asked the guy that had the office across the way. They were like, have you know, where's this guy at? And he's like, I haven't seen him in four years or something, you know? <laughs> and so 
then of course they questioned him once they tracked him down and he was like oh well i i i came into the office but i kept irregular office hours and i was being bullied at work yeah I, that, and, the, and by the way i was so i was I afraid to... i was bullied um uh-huh. and he had I, to get he went to a psychiatrist he went to a psychiatrist to deal with his bullying problem that he had um so so anyway so when when they asked him well why didn't you why didn't you say something about the bullying? He was like, "Well, I got a family support. I don't want to rock the boat and get fired right. from this right. job I don't show up to." Right. Uh, so obviously, I'm not going to say anything. Right. So um, it would would have been much better for me to not show up to work. Th- this is a. Uh, it's almost like it's like office in office space. Mm-hmm. He's actually like the exact opposite of Milton. Right. Who shows up to work and he's not employed there. Right. But he just keeps showing up to work anyway. <laughs> Uh, like, he's like the exact opposite. I'm, I'm thinking of this guy like uh, like somebody escaping from Alcatraz or something. Like he's just keep, he's, keeps testing the system. Like you know, <laughs> yeah. he starts out, he, he leaves for a couple days, and nothing happens. Then maybe he waits another month or something, and he like leaves for a week, and then nothing happens. And then he gets like six months down the road, and he's like, I'm, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to try, you know, maybe a month, and then you know, you get to a point where you're just like, no one's going to even know that I'm not showing up to work. Meanwhile, our water smells. <laughs> yeah, what? you can light the water on fire. Uh, yeah, let's hope. Not. <clears throat> so anyway, well, I have to say, uh, you know, it's not cool to shirk the system, right? But. I think this is pretty awesome that, you know, maybe they're exposing a flaw in the system when somebody can be gone for 14 years and no one notices He's it. like a hacker. Yeah. Yeah. So, like a, he's a job hacker. He's a hero. <laughs> he's a hero hacker. I think he should have gotten that award, no matter what. <laughs> We've changed the title of the award. They, they, they ended up finding him, finding him 21 pound, 21,000 pounds, which is the equivalent after tax of one year of his annual salary. That's it? But he was doing it for like a decade. Oh, he at least, what they say, at least four years. At probably least 14. Years. At least six years, at but least probably six years. 14. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. He got off easy. <laughs> of course, awesome. he's fighting it. Well, you gotta, you gotta fight. I, I love the quote from his boss, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing now, but his, once his boss found out, he called him up and was like, What are you doing right now? What have you been doing? What have you been doing this year? <laughs> And he said that he had, had like no answer, just like ah. Uh. Well, yeah, I, uh, you can't make stuff up because he, he's been not, he hasn't been doing it for he fourteen years. He doesn't even know what he does anymore. He probably doesn't even know what a computer is. He's probably like, I I work on the water. I was working on the slide rules for the <laughs> yeah. statistics of the water. Mm. I don't know. Anyway, we'll never know. Oh man, uh, what a great what a great hero. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, rounding out our tax for this week. Sorry, these two weeks. I'm still not used to the every other week uh, routine we have here. Um, Good buddy Jordan has posted a great article by Fast Company called How Music Changes Our Behavior at Home. Mm -hmm. I love this article. It's a great article. Um, So what happened was is... uh, Sono the comp- uh, the Sonos the is it, what what would you call that a wired uh, a very overpriced wired speaker that you buy <laughs> for your, or wireless speaker that you buy wireless for yeah. yeah so speaker system and then Apple uh, teamed up and did a super study mm-hmm. um, with uh, let's see here with a, a scientist um, Daniel Levitin who wrote the book. Uh, your mind on music. Your mind on music. Something like that. This, which, is your, this is your mind on music. This is your mind on music. And which, coincidentally, uh, I saw on the, a table. I think Laura is reading that right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Anyway, I think he's a he's a you know yeah researcher that pop culture that, that deals with music and your, its effects on your cognitive ability mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So. so he basically says that Apple and Sonos team together to do this study, mm-hmm. and um, I'm sorry, the article says this and. Um, they pull okay, so Sonos pulled uh, thirty thousand music listeners about the effect of music on their lives, and then uh, and in also in addition to that, in thirty homes throughout the world, uh, they conducted an experiment where for one week members of the household didn't listen to any music out loud, mm-hmm. so still could listen to headphones and everything, and then the next week they did they were able to listen out loud, and they wired up these homes with Sonos. <clears throat> Excuse me. They wired up these homes with Sonos music players and also like cameras and 
you know, all this stuff so they could like monitor every mm-hmm. aspect of their lives. So they totally went like, Ooh. you know, so it's very invasive. Yeah. It was like, you <laughs> know, a little weird. We're going to watch everything that you do for the next week. Right. But which gets I'm, a little weird. I'm glad they little. did. Yeah. Because what they found very interesting. L- great listener is mm-hmm. this, that uh, music helps in every area of your life. Pretty much. Pretty much. That's pretty much what yeah. they found. Basically, music is the It is. That's what they... You yeah. listen to music, and it's not just... And you need to listen, col- I mean... Collectively, as a family. Right. Out in the... So, like, I, I like to think of, like, the old record player, you know, like, mm-hmm. we had right. in my house growing up, or, you know, in other generations, they had, like, a uh, phonograph, or, mm-hmm. you know... Yeah. It's kind of a it's kind of a lost thing now with the the earbuds and invention uh, invention of headphones basically. Right. It's like more of a personal thing, you know, where Right. They, this was like a lot about the effects that families and and individuals together the collective the collective have mm-hmm. with music, but basically it made food taste better. Mhm. Uh it made it made more people get along better. Mm-hmm. There was all kinds of stuff. Like, you know, people worked out better. They were, yeah, the, you know, they're healthier. They're basically like superhumans when they were listening to music. Seriously. Basically. Uh, better relationships, better better health. Mm-hmm. Um, and, Brian. Um, the big one that they talk about. The big one. Is that it improves. Actually, I forget exactly what it is. It, you spend more time on a waterbed. That's right. If you listen to music together. <laughs> and you're not sleeping. You're not <laughs> Not sleeping or reading, if you know what I mean. Uh, Yeah, that was a big finding of the whole thing, which I think is a little bit weird because they were talking about how they put like cameras all over their house and stuff. But well, I think they kind of figured out that when they put like the sock over the camera, right? You know, they're like, oh yeah, yeah. there go the Jones. They must be folding their laundry. They're they're folding their laundry. Mm -hmm. They're doing the socks. No, so that there was, but there was seriously legit, like you know. Uh, significant positive influence on everyone's lives in a myriad of different ways for just listening to music throughout the house. Of course, Sonos is sponsoring the study because they right. want to sell whole house speakers where yes. you can listen to music in every room. Right. But I gotta say, I, I, I could I could understand and I, I think the only part of it's really surprising. Like, I understood the part where they're talking about people work out better when they're when they're doing stuff, they find enjoyment in washing dishes, like more when they're listening to music. You know, chores seem better. Everything seems better. Food tastes better when you're listening to music. You here, know what I mean? Here's some here's some stats, Brian. Some cold okay. stat, cold hard right. stats from the okay. from the study. Uh, the average distance between household members decreased by twelve percent during mm-hmm. the study. Mm-hmm. So how close you sit to somebody mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, <clears throat> People are 33% more likely to cook together, 85% more likely to invite people over. Wow. And they were 15% more likely to laugh together, and 18% more likely to utter the words, I love you. <laughs> that is... Uh, yeah. And then 37 couples spent 37% more time uh, folding laundry. Uh Folding unmentionables. That's right. Together. <clears throat> That's right. Folding, you know folding, I mean? darning the socks. Um, yeah. So all good things, all positive things in your life. Yeah. When mm-hmm. I first saw the study, I, I kind of dismissed it because it said I, I I didn't read it closely, and it said they they put in thirty homes, they wired up, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, well, it's just thirty homes. I mean, yeah. that's not a very good sample size. But they also polled all these people mm-hmm. and watched them for two weeks. Right. You know. So it's kind of a yeah, legit yeah. thing, but yeah, they they focused on the thirty-seven uh, percent increase in making Whoopi mm-hmm. uh, very heavily because of the marketing impact right, it would have right. on you know people writing stories about this. Oh yes, yeah. uh, you know, Whoopi sells. Yeah, <laughs> Whoopi sells. It does. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, couples, I've already pre-ordered. Couples uh, in in Sonos initial survey, couples reported sixty percent, sixty six percent more intimacy when music is playing. There was more stuff about girls more likely to give their numbers to guys with a guitar case. Oh yeah, than wearing a gym, like bringing a gym bag or like anything else. You know, because there's some kind of innate draw to people with that are involved with music. Yeah, I forget what it was. was Basically, like they're saying, cavemen. You know, there's something, something yeah. dating back to that time. Right, that, right. Um, grossly, per, uh, you know, 
I'm butchering the. Uh, <laughs> I'm just a simple caveman with a guitar case. <laughs> yeah, with a guitar case. I don't understand these complex studies. <laughs> but but I, what I do understand is this guitar case right here. <laughs> Thirty-seven percent more likely. It's full of numbers. <laughs> full. Uh, so anyway, if you want to increase your enjoyment mm-hmm. of everything in your life, mm-hmm. go buy some uh, Sonos speakers. Go buy, and I think they also have. There's also some knockoff. Um, I, I I really want to get Sonos speakers. They're so freaking expensive. I know that one speaker that is yeah small mono speaker is two hundred dollars. Yep. And, you know, the way they sell it is, like, you want it in every room of your house. You probably want stereo, so two speakers for every room. Yeah. Well, now it's, like, $2,000. This- <laughs> it's crazy. So Get your foot in the door. Yeah. But if it, it, if it adds all this enjoyment to my life, oh, I mean, it's worth the money, right? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I'll, I don't know. I need to report back on that. Maybe we should do our own study. On what we uh, we find from using this, man, what what a great what what a brilliant marketing move, perfect, <laughs> brilliant. I was on the fence before, but now, yeah, brilliant. I'm sold. It, it, it's it's <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. It's super smart. It's gonna get in all. It's be all over the internet, and it basically just says your life is gonna be better if you buy our speakers. Yep. I mean, you know, yeah, perfect. Yep. Great marketing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> if only we could find something like that. For, look, your life will be better. We did a study. Me and Glenn did a study, and we found that gentlemen increased making whoopee by thirty-seven percent. Thirty percent of the time, it worked every 100% time. Hundred percent of the time. Mm-hmm. Yep. So just you know, <laughs> think about that. Yep. You will. Oh, there's no way. To, there's no way that we just can't. No, but the, our lawyers have advised just trust us. us. Just trust us that that our, our, I, our lawyers have gentlemen advised increase us. the satisfaction of your <clears throat> life. Hmm. A hundred percent. So if you go to gentleman.com. Two hundred percent if you go to podcast.gentleman.com. Yeah, two for one. That's what we found. That's what, according to our informal study. We've, uh... The FDA... We've, we've the commissioned... F- the FDA has not signed off on this. <laughs> I should I should know. Our lawyers are advised us to say that the FDA did not the, um, certify this study. Our lawyers tell us not to use numbers if we can <clears throat> help it. Um, but one thing that the... Uh, FDA would sign off on mm-hmm. is our toast for this week. Mm-hmm. Yes, they would. Um, this toast this week is this is an interesting one. It's, it's a t- little out there. Typically, we like we we focus on an individual, a, a personality, mm-hmm. and somebody that's achieved something, somebody that survived something, somebody that's unfortunately passed away. This is uh, directed towards an organization. I, I think it's safe to say, Brian, that we have we have um, we have a toast here that could also be a hot button topic at the same time. It could be. That's that's pretty rare. Yeah, it could be. It could be. Um, and this is uh, this is a toast over to the good folks over at Sports Illustrated <laughs> because they have taken it upon themselves <laughs> to not only release the uh, annual swimsuit edition this year, which is in its fifty second year. Uh, and it's also a, it's also raked in one billion dollars in revenue over that's fifty two years. Wow! Um, but they are bringing this into the new millennium <laughs> by offering, in addition to the swimsuit edition, you can now get with the swimsuit edition. They are offering a virtual reality experience as well, where you can use. Oculus Rift, you can use your Google um, Cardboard to view, Google Cardboard. view a virtual reality uh, Venice Beach where the swimsuit models are residing during the photo shoot. You can, al- you can almost be there with the swimsuit models via virtual reality. And I say, God bless you. Sports Illustrated because you're taking you're taking journalism up to the next level. Wow, you know what I mean? I mean, who else is doing this? You know, it's a great it's a great service to further journalism into the future. Uh, all I, I can, say all, all I can think of is that song. Futures waiting. Yeah. Virtual reality. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> That's where we're at. What, what, I hope it's playing right now as you're talking about this. Oh, right? I think it is. Okay. Um, that, that is. Uh, 
Jamiroquai. Jamiroquai. Right, yeah. The, the, the addition, the swimsuit app includes 11 virtual reality clips. Um, <laughs> and I, I just, I mean, you know, we had the, we had the blog post about the slow clap this week. <laughs> I, I, I just feel like, you know, this is, this is the kind of thing that, this is, this is amazing. The new technology in, in Sports Illustrated and Swimsuit Edition, it's like a Venn diagram of amazing ideas coming together to, to make this thing happen. I think it's funny that in the, in the article, uh, we're, we're getting this from USA Today, mm-hmm. um, the, art, the article uh, talks about how the decision behind using VR, virtual mm-hmm. reality, and um, the director, the creative director at Sports Illustrated, said that basically, v, they basically admit that well, VR really hasn't caught on yet, right? But we think it might, so right. we're putting a lot of eggs into this basket. And uh, but basically, they say right now it's just a, a, a gimmick, you know, um, which is true. A beautiful gimmick. <laughs> so no, it, yeah, I mean. Uh, I haven't seen any of this stuff. I haven't seen Google Cardboard. I haven't seen Oculus Rift. I haven't. I haven't tested out any of this stuff. I've never seen any of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm interested in it. I think it's you know, uh, from what I've read, basically, there's been all this promise of virtual reality for two decades, mm-hmm. and they finally have good enough stuff now that it's actually yeah. somewhat legit. Yeah, uh, but there's still a lot of stuff to figure out about it. Sure, I mean. I, I'm just amazed that the headsets, the Oculus Rift stuff, looks exactly like the scene in Back to the Future Two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, pretty much yeah. Where, where Marty's like looking. Marty Junior's and... looking around trying to get some fruit. Yeah, yeah. You know? mm-hmm. It's just crazy. No, it's it's true. Yeah. It's... I just can't. I can't wrap my head around it. Um, yeah. But I guess if you, if there was ever, if there something was... to wrap your head around, <laughs> it <laughs> would be the uh, Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. That's not what I was. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to. I <clears throat> I was saying if there's ever any, if there was ever any uh, content content that could win over some, you know, right, that could make some new early adopters, it would mm-hmm. probably be this. Yeah, uh, sports. I guess the swimsuit edition is really switching things up. They're having multiple covers, mm. uh, multiple um, uh, aged people, multiple body type people. Yeah. Um, it's, sports it's, Illustrated did that thing a while back where they had like really famous sports personalities in the nude. Basically. The body issue, yeah. They still do it, I think. Oh, okay. I mean, I've been. Subs- I mean, I haven't been. I mean, <laughs> I uh, yeah. It's well, that's weird though because they have they have. It's not. I mean, it's both. It's you know, men and and men and women. You know, yeah. and so you just <laughs> right. you know, like you're on on ESPN and there's yeah, you know, there's like some dude with a baseball bat, right? And you're like, well. <laughs> There's a lot of jokes. Like I know that's why I love on that. Anyway, oh. well, I want to say a toast to Sports Illustrated. There for you go. Bringing virtual reality into journalism. Future waiting. Virtual reality. Okay. Um, speaking of virtual reality, mm. it's time for the um, hot button. Topic. Um, and this week, Glenn, I this really I, I was so sad to hear this. This was really, you know, we're making a lot of jokes and everything like that. But this is a really serious situation. Yeah, we need to bring it in here. Um, <clears throat> you know, and if anybody out there can help mm. this guy, I hope that they can. Um, you know, we don't have a, a huge audience, but I hope somebody out there could maybe start a GoFundMe or something like that for this. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Kanye West. Is broke. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it he he went out on Twitter and he said that he was fifty three million dollars in the hole in the hole, and uh, it's a sad it's a sad day, you know, because uh, hardworking, mm-hmm. honest, uh, uncontroversial, mm-hmm. just down Keeps to his earth, nose clean, just down to earth guy. Yep, ends up fifty three million dollars in debt. You know, just yep. a, a horrible, horrible story. You know, Brian. Just because he's claimed to be Jesus Christ, right? As big, what did he say? I can't remember quite how he phrased it, but basically said he was Jesus Christ. 
we 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 had that segment yes. not too far mm-hmm. along where, where they actually had a slideshow of Kanye's yeah. uh, best references where he was Seth, he was comparing himself yeah. to all these John Lennon, jo- yeah. Van Gogh, maybe. He's, yeah, he's it Van Gogh. It was the weirdest. He's Michelangelo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Jesus right. Christ. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know ten other people. John Lennon. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he's been everybody. Right, but you know what he has been is successful with money. <laughs> Apparently not. So here's what I, here's what here's my thought, Brian. Mm-hmm. Instead of you know debating back and forth about whether or not this is ridiculous, because mm-hmm. I think we're both on the same side on this. What if I think we can really do something here? He's $55 million in the hole. Mm-hmm. That means if every single person listening right now right. took $1 mm-hmm. out of their wallet right. or purse or whatever, right. mm-hmm. piggy bank, right. put it in the Kanye West fund, mm-hmm. his problems would be over. Exactly. Problem solved. Problem solved. And you would have been supporting, according to him, one of the greatest artists. No, the greatest artist of all time. Oh, yeah. I mean... Um, but he 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 didn't he didn't only say that he was fifty three million dollars in debt. He also he he was in, intuitive enough to figure out a way to get out of this debt. Yeah, yeah. And so he reached out to some people that might be able to help him, mm-hmm. namely um, Mark Zuckerberg, mm, the he, Facebook founder. The Facebook founder. He said he looked to Mark Zuckerberg to ask for a billion dollars to fund or a hundred million. I think. Was it a billion? I think it was a billion. I think it was a billion. He said... To invest in future ideas. He said that he wanted Mark Zuckerberg to invest a billion dollars in Kanye West ideas because he's a true artist and that's what should happen. Uh, yeah. And you know, he his pitch was really good. He did it over Twitter. Right. He didn't really uh, tag Mark Zuckerberg. Right. He, he just said... He didn't use the at symbol. Mark Zuckerberg, invest $1 billion into Kanye West ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, after realizing he is the greatest living artist and greatest artist of all time, Mark Zuckerberg, I know it's your birthday, but can you please call me by tomorrow? Yeah, by T M R W. Oh, sorry, two. The number two M R. So he went. It was a very professional, um, yeah, outreach kind of thing. Yeah, he didn't. Mm-hmm. He didn't try to go through the back channels. He went straight, straight to the man. Yeah, through Twitter, Mark Zuckerberg, and using Twitter instead of Facebook. Which you know is an interesting, uh, interesting way to approach it. But you know, Mark Zuckerberg didn't get back to him. But mm. you know who did? Mm. This is this is really a, a feel good story yeah. because the Pizza Hut in UK um, said, you know what, oh, this guy needs some help. Uh, we got to help him. You know, so Pizza Hut in UK said, hey, stop worrying about like. That the fact that you need dough and try needing some dough <laughs> and show up tomorrow at 9 a.m. and you got a job. And uh, so Pizza Hut is like, hey, you know, we'll help you out. Mm-hmm. Start getting to work. We can start mm-hmm. working through this $53 million. Mm-hmm. No problem. I-, I think Kanye does need to get back to his hardworking ethos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That really uh, started him off in his rap career. He actually. All jokes aside, he actually really did have a great first album, mm-hmm. and it was you know pretty good. Did the whole chip on his shoulder kind of thing, but that never really left. Anyway, mm-hmm. how do you lose fifty five million dollars, Brian? Uh, people were uh, no one knows if this is true or not. No one knows that this is some weird publicity stunt or what, because he's such a lunatic. But it's widely reported that he went sixteen million dollars in debt last year to finance his clothing line. Okay. Um. He released a new album a couple of days ago, but he said it was only going to be available in title. It was never going to be available for sale, mm. never going to be available on Apple Music, mm-hmm. never, ever, ever. Mm-hmm. It was only going to be available on title because he's a co-owner of title. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so... Yeah. Losing out a little bit on the uh, market share there. He seems to... Um, it seems to be kind of legit. I mean, he's, he... he he put this whole Twitter stream thing out about <laughs> saying that he was embarrassed about it and people were trying to use it as leverage against him and all this stuff. And he's an artist and money doesn't really mean anything to artists. And also, you know, <laughs> yes, okay. Sorry. I recording artists don't really make any money anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Like, how much money is Kanye really making on anything? What's he doing that's making him money? Touring. Yeah. Marrying Kardashians. Yeah. TV. Uh huh. You know, but everything but the actual art part. Right. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, I don't know. So I, it could be legit. He does have a. I remember when he he's been on he's been on our podcast quite a bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, when uh, Beck won the uh, yeah. Grammy, mm-hmm. uh, it came out that um, Kanye's production company actually builds sets for build a set for for Beck, mm-hmm. and so he must build. I mean, I don't think it was like a one off. I mean, they have a right. He, he, he he's a, he's got. So many different companies and stuff like that. He's his problem is that he just he doesn't he hasn't been given very good advice or right. hasn't listened to it. Right. I would I would probably wager it's a ladder just based on how he's <laughs> constantly. I mean, I feel like in the news, <laughs> if he's fifty three million dollars in debt. I mean, oh, it, I'm sorry, was it fifty three or fifty five? Fifty three. Oh, all right, but that's my fault. If He's $53 million in debt. All mm-hmm. he has to do is basically declare bankruptcy mm-hmm. and then just start mm-hmm. over, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that seems pretty... This is, this is hard for him. This is a hard time for him. Well, you know, I, I, I think Zuckerberg would be making a good investment if he invested a billion dollars into... It's just a billion. A billion dollars. Because Zuckerberg paid a billion dollars for Instagram, right? That's true. So, I mean, why not invest a billion dollars in Kanye West's ideas? Because, you know... They're incredibly brilliant, just like mm-hmm. anybody, like the people that built Instagram, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's got a good marketing, uh, monetization yeah. scheme, he, business strategy, yep. all you know, figured, figured out. out. Mm-hmm. Promotion, right. Twitter, bam, mm-hmm. done. So maybe he's making a statement about the, the maybe he's making an artistic statement about the, the actual value of the internet company in the modern era you know i wonder how yeah maybe you're saying like instagram a billion dollars really yeah yeah i don't know i think i may be giving him too much credit for that i really do okay well i I don't know i don't know i i hope that kanye is going to be okay i really do he's a true treasure of (laughs) american national treasure national treasure (laughs) Love that guy. I don't know where the world would be without him. No, can't imagine it without um, Kanye. Yeah. Anyway, well, I think we both agree that mm. um, Kanye is a national treasure, number one, and we should do anything as we can as a country to help him. I, yeah, not not to, this may get cut out, mm. <laughs> but um, not to make this any longer than it needs to be, but I, I thought it was interesting that in that article... He 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 basically likened himself to like, uh, an um, gosh, did, didn't he like himself to like a like an artist that just wasn't realizing his time, right? Like a, like a painter was a Van Gogh or something like that. Right, yeah, you know, it basically cites a broke, penniless artist who didn't really get famous until after his death, right? Um, which isn't the case for Kanye because no. he's alive and very famous, right? And two, there's completely different modes of distribution. I. In- uh, you listen to some of these rants and you wonder if he like seriously has some kind of mental problem or something. Uh, I, 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 I seriously, I, I would, I, I, yeah. I mean, he's got some weird. I, I, I guess it could just all be an act to the all these st- all the stunts he pulls and everything like that. If he if he actually thinks any of this stuff, he's completely delusional. Like, you know, <laughs> it's. He's living in some kind of weird fantasy land. Well, that's for which sure. is pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean that the guy can just—he's he, he, like—it's <laughs> VR, except yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, it's virtual re- virtual reality reality, right? Mm-hmm. Real virtual real, reality, yeah. <laughs> RVR, RVR, Kanye VR. Yeah. Anyway, well, anyway, we'll see what happens. We'll mm. see what happens with that. I expect that we'll keep you updated. I expect that. Zuck will do the right thing and invest a billion dollars in Kanye West. Yeah. Um, all right, Glenn. Well, it's time for the final segment of episode 82. And that is the questions from the gentleman mailbag. Yes. And a strange thing has happened in Kansas in mm-hmm. the last week or so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is the temperatures have gone up. Yes. And it's mid-February, but it's feeling like we're, we're, we're so... 
We're just on the precipice of, cri- of spring. Oh, it's about to come through for us. So I was curious if you had any things that you're looking forward to this spring that we that are just around the corner for us. And then by the time we do the next podcast, we're gonna be full on spring mode. We're gonna be wearing like yeah, Hawaiian pants and Hawaiian pants you know, <laughs> shirts, man. <maybe? Yeah. laughs> Moomoos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Straw hats uh, and straw hats and moomoos. Um, yeah. You know, I am I am looking forward to busting out the moo. Mm-hmm. Um, right, that's a big one. Spring for me, I kind of I grill year round, but spring is like when it starts to full force. Every every meal that I'm going to cook, I'm thinking grilling. Can I can I put this on the grill somehow? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like pizza. It's actually grilled. comfortable. I've grilled pizza. Yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. Hard, right? To do soup, grilled soup. <laughs> grilled soup. Yeah, are sure it's not grilled cheese? No, 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 no. Soup. Grilled soup. Um, so grilling and, and spring also means camping for me. Oh, okay. I love camping mm-hmm. and spring is a good time to go camping except for the rain. The right. rain is not, it can be bad sometimes with mm-hmm. the tornadoes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, it usually actually always rains. When Are you guys going to go camping somewhere in particular? Uh, we usually go to Arkansas. Okay. Um, that's right. You take some camping trips. Yeah. Somewhere in Arkansas, but cause it's close enough. We have family down there and I thought you might say March Madness. I thought you oh. might say March Madness. Yeah, I I hadn't thought about it. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a big springtime activity. It's huge for us. It is. Yeah. It's like a national holiday. I mean, it kind of is a national holiday for everyone. But right. mm-hmm. we we take we take it to the next level. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Yeah. Is that, is that yours? I'm guessing that's yours. No, mine <laughs> mine is a. It, it's it's not something I'm particularly looking forward to actually. <laughs> but springtime. Oh, it's time to get back to working on projects on the house. Yeah, because here's the thing: like I had this great excuse over winter. Yeah, we were working on our bathroom for like seven years. Yes, and uh, I was like, "Oh, it's winter! I can't go out and like cut the wood for the trim because it's so cold outside. I can't be using the chop saw out there. It's cold outside. <laughs> yeah, because the chop saw won't work. No, nope, it cold. won't." And uh, the wood will just get all. Yeah. You can't bring it in and out. Can't paint. I can't do anything. No, I can't do anything. So I can't do anything. It's cold outside. Mm-hmm. I can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Well, now my excuse is gone. So I've got to go back out there and I've got to start chopping wood and, you know, making trim and yeah. tearing stuff out and putting new stuff in hmm. all over again. So Wow. You know, like it or not, uh, and mowing the lawn. I, was gonna, mowing lawn. I, I thought you were going with mowing the lawn. Yeah. Is this the year you buy a, a riding lawnmower? I hope so. I keep telling myself every year. I'm like, I'm not doing this again. I'm never doing this again. And then the year comes around, spring comes around, I'm out there with my lawnmower, I'm mowing my lawn. You have a large yard, and a lot of it is on an incline. Yes. That's so true. So it's, 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 it amazes me that you have a little craftsman. No, what is, what is it? You know, maybe I should... It's it's a lawn boy. A snapper? Oh, yeah, there you go. A lawn boy? Maybe I should... Um, Feel the dreams it out there. You know what I mean? Put a baseball diamond out there. There you go. Maybe I can get the Royals to come. Maybe some raccoons do a little, from the stream. Hey, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I got Royals. Of, yeah. Just, you know, a little extracurricular mm. kind of thing. If you build it, they'll come. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put some put a diamond out there. Some you know, some bleachers right around there. I've got plenty of room. You do actually. So Maybe and you have that. that natural incline to put mm-hmm. the bleachers on so everybody can see. I also thought about putting on a concert series. I, oh, like a middle amphitheater out there. Yeah, a oh. little stage, you know, maybe like a Winfield-esque type thing. Run some power out there. Bring some, you know, really well-known acts to play in my backyard. No rocks amphitheater. You know, people do like living room concerts. I have seen those. Yeah. So I could have like a concert series that's just like... House concerts. Outside amphitheater, though, with the whole area of... It would be like Woodstock, except yeah. it would be Lawrence. So uh, I got—I almost went to a, a house concert with my brother-in-law in Kansas City, I want to say like five years ago, mm-hmm. any longer. But it was uh, Glenn Phillips, the guy from Toe the Wet Sprocket. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I had something going on. Or We went and saw David Bazan at the Bottleneck at some point, but he, he does house concerts. Oh, yeah. Like every year come through hmm. so that's what i need to do is i need to put a stage out there have like a you know yeah on the green basically yeah. and uh <laughs> you know get my name out there mckinney manor yeah exactly and then that will just build a reputation and then pretty soon we're just gonna have like a whole 
amphitheater kind of thing going on outside. <laughs> All right, guys. Next week we have Kiss. Yeah. So uh, right. Bring uh, bring your makeup. Right. <laughs> Could be selling booze out there. Yeah. <laughs> liquor. Get a liquor license. I don't know if the city of Lawrence would be too keen on me doing this, or my neighbors. But that could be problematic. Mm. But if they came, That's right. you know, I don't know. Say, look, I'm I'm doing this thing, so we can go into business for water beds, circle beds, circle beds, circle bed sheets, circle bed sheets, and a yeah. concert series, just based on what we talked about in this episode. This is kind of what we have to do every day. Yeah, you know, we always got to pull the reins back in because That's we true. get these ideas. Mm-hmm. I'll put them on the list. Look, circle sheets. Kanye can do this. Yeah, and go fifty three million dollars in debt. Hey. We can't even... How would we do that? We, we'd still be more successful. To, yeah. I'm not even close to $53 million in debt. We're, I'm not even close to a million dollars in we're, debt. We're not going to put any of this stuff on Amazon, though. No. You can only buy it through Tidal. Right. Or Gentleman.com. Right. Let's just kill the distribution model right there. Hourly fees on Gentleman.com? Oh, yeah. We talked about the parking meter. We talked about meter. that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. All well, right, Glenn. Well, we're getting long in the tooth here. Yep. I, I, I am looking forward to some, doing some, some projects... I'm looking forward to that. Okay. I'm looking forward to March Madness. Yes. Even I am without too. my my beloved Wildcats being Hey. They win they win the Big the 12 N- tournament. The NIT is still a tournament, right? It's still a tournament. It's kinda of mad. They win out they win a couple games in yeah. the Big Twelve tournament. They're so in. You're saying there's a chance. I'm saying there's a chance. Okay. Alright. Well I'm gonna take that to heart. Okay. Good. You heard it here first. Um okay, Glenn. Well that was episode eighty two. I'm looking wow. forward to episode 83. Mm-hmm. It'll be nice and toasty when we start doing that one. It should be. Mm-hmm. We may be doing this outside on the porch. Could be. Maybe in the amphitheater. You know what? Before the bats come back. Well. We need to... Bats are welcome. <laughs> As they're knocking welcome. over the microphones yeah. and... <laughs> duck! 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 <laughs> um, it's in my hair. <sighs> bats are our friends. They are. They eat the bugs. It's true. Ooh, that's one thing I'm not looking forward to. Bugs. Hey, I ain't got to worry about it around here because Man. I've got a uh, legion of bats that uh, take care of my place. Um, <laughs> but that's neither here nor there, Glenn. And what is here and there mm-hmm. and everywhere is the end of this episode, which okay. is episode 82. Looking forward to episode 83. Thank you, everybody, for listening to episode 82 mm-hmm. and for listening to all the prior episodes, which if you haven't done, you should start doing right now mm-hmm. because if you don't, it's going to take you until the end of time to accomplish Run, don't walk. That's right. Over to podcast.gentleman.com. Um, I'm Brian McKinney. I'm Glenn Stansbury. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Good night. We'll see you next... Wait, two weeks. Two weeks. See you in two weeks. Salud!